Drunk tank. <laughs> My wife settles for Bernie every day. <laughs> Settle is a very good word. <laughs> so who is that, Gus? That was, uh, <laughs> that was uh, our this week's theme song from Bolaranskamu. No way, Bol. Yeah, that was yeah. Bol. Long time, uh, long long problem time user. Long time problem user. <laughs> he was one of the uh, one of the original guys back uh, when we converted over to community site. He was like the first troll. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> He had to be like in the first three or four guys to get banned. <laughs> and how many times did you end up banning him, Gus? Man, uh, repeatedly. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think scientists are still working on that number. Not that we don't have a foolproof banning system <laughs> on our website, but yet somehow it's always the same mentality. Someone who will get banned from a website also is the kind of person who will go like through proxies in the Ukraine to come back to the site. Just to continue the rampage. <laughs> and rampage was, was definitely a good word. Guess who is coming back, though? Who? Who from Band Land? Who Hellslayer? Really? You want to talk? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Are you guys okay with that? Sure. Why not? I I personally like the kid. He's regi- he registers every damn domain name that has anything to do with Rooster Teeth. He registers or like account with any like new networking site or anything new out yeah, there. Yeah, like he we have our Twitter dot com slash Rooster Teeth because of him. And the nice thing about it we is, go to him first. Yeah, you just like you're like oh I wonder uh, I wonder if we have a Twitter account. Hey, Hellslayer, can we have a Twitter account? No, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's not can we. It's Hellslayer. Do we have a Twitter account? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. What have well, we been thanks. saying on that? Have we been updating regularly? Good. But we, uh, <laughs> they had the, they How had am I doing? The Facebook vanity URLs just came in, and I actually had to go out and reach out to him and say, look, please don't register anything because it'll get locked if you register a Facebook vanity name, and we won't be able to get it back from you no matter what. And he said, I, I understand. I saw that people are already trying to sell vanity names on eBay. That's retarded. Yeah. I, apparently no bids. I'm not on Facebook, but it doesn't seem like that is how you find people on Facebook. Like, you would never give that out. Would you? Because it never existed. But you think it's, So you think it's valuable to have Facebook.com slash Gus? Uh, yeah, sure. We did, have it on our site. And did I you get it? it? Uh, no, I always get Sorola. We have it on our site, too, but it's not. we don't think it's valuable enough that people would want to sell it ever. I mean, oh, it's no, not... absolutely not. No, unless, you know, com slash Mybach wants to uh, sponsor us. <laughs> Maserati. No, but it's convenient, right? I mean, it's it's not, we don't do it because we think it's like an end-all, be-all solution to everything you want in social media. It just seems like it's a no-brainer kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why didn't they have it set up that way to begin with? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely copying us. It's another example of uh, you know, big media stealing our ideas. <laughs> It is weird, though, because, I mean, you know, Facebook is like this generation's current MySpace, right? It's like just the current big player in social media. And that's what MySpace really had going for them is every time you saw someone's address, it was always MySpace.com slash whatever. Man, speaking of MySpace, did you hear about their layoffs? Yeah, 33% or something? Yeah, like 30%. I think it was like 340 employees let go. Let's hope they laid off the embedded music 
player department. <laughs> whoever whoever it is that auto plays all that music on my or whoever approves their banner ads that start screaming at you and playing stupid flash animations. But what you just said though is that they laid off thirty percent, which was three hundred and forty something people, yeah. which is terribly sad. But that means MySpace had a thousand employees. Yeah. Which also I, I, should, read, I, I read back. a story that Facebook has a thousand employees too. I think after I'm, I'm, that number might be wrong then because now that I think about it, I think after the layoffs still have a thousand employees. So I think they must have had like what? thirteen or fourteen hundred. I, I don't employees. get that. Like not to not to disparage what they do, but you know we have a fairly popular social networking site, and we have you and Ben. Like, does it really take a thousand people to run MySpace? Yes, uh, I need a. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You need um, three hundred assistants. Yeah, I, I no, I need three hundred salaries. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I guess I, we before we go any further, I should comment on Joel's absence here at the drunk tank this week. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. Joel's absence. <laughs> you know, Joel's not here. That's it. Okay. No, he's uh he's out in a conference call or something and uh so we decided to start without him. We went on we were shooting on location today. Uh Jeff, you weren't there for whatever reason? I have the owie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh we were out at five thirty second day in a row we went out there and there was a very simple shot they had to pull off. They're playing catch. I don't think I'm ruining anything you know, spoiling anything in the video by saying that Nathan had to throw the ball to Matt. It must have taken thirty minutes. I think they threw the ball thirty times, and the catch was successful twice. Like when you say the catch was successful, they're throwing a baseball, by the way, right? Right. right. Is into a baseball glove? Does Nathan? Can Nathan not get it there, or does when it get near Matt, does he duck? I mean, what's so Both. difficult about playing catch? Both. You're Both. kidding. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was a transmission and a receiving error. And I'm running camera. I'm running camera, and because they're both in the shot, I was doing slate and running camera. Gus is running audio, so I have to rack, focus, and tilt and pan and catch this ball through the sky as it hits the glove and lands in. Sure, they would do twelve times, get it wrong. They would do it kind of right one time out of thirteen times, and then Matt would go, "Did you get it?" I go, "I'm not sure." He goes, "You're not sure?" It's like, "Hey, dude, I, <laughs> I can't be perfect every time." While you guys can't throw a goddamn ball, so are they just like? The like the least athletic dudes on the planet. It, it, it's Matt got possible. winded catching the ball. Catching the ball, he got winded. How's that possible? He was drenched in sweat and just like. <gasps> <gasps> it was like seven in the morning too, so you guys weren't. It couldn't have been too hot, right? It was pretty humid, but yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Were they like <laughs> at a football field apart? No, they were. No, they were not at all. They were, they were about they were, forty were, feet apart. I wouldn't even give them that. I think they were maybe thirty feet apart. It's like the first <laughs> shot. It's like the first shot in the film, and uh, they were in Matt's defense. He was like chest deep in the sunflower things so we had to run through the sunflowers to catch it you should have uh just given up and had nathan try to kick it in <laughs> i said we should have got a three-man slingshot and just fired it at matt. <laughs> i can't i'm really sad for the state of our office if uh matt and nathan can't throw a baseball and joel, catch. Joel, joel actually shown though joel was uh the, the star of the three he showed it playing catch <laughs> yeah he uh he he could throw a ball he can, throw a baseball. Let me ask you a question, Gus. Can you throw a baseball? Yes. While uh, while carrying the boom and all that shit, I had to throw a baseball to Nathan a couple times. and uh, You were successful. <laughs> successful every time. They might not be good at throwing a baseball, but I bet Matt and Nathan could play Barbies like nobody else in the <laughs> office. You know, you you really haven't seen ever Mad Matt, but Matt was Matt was mad today. Yeah, what, he was. What was he mad about? But about us giving him shit about not being able to catch the ball. Well, did he have a defense? Yeah, he, what he said to me was, he goes, if it's <laughs> Matt, just <laughs> Matt, goes, Matt goes, if it's so hard, you try it. I'm like, what is that, a threat? <laughs> I have to go out and catch. Do you want to come in here and defend yourself? You want to come in? the video next week. Bernie running around in an open field. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt was, uh, Matt was pretty upset. Man, I'm fucking exhausted from that. Like, just, no, no, I mean, just like waking up at 530. 
Man, I normally come to the office at ten, and I was here at six this morning. I thought I thought I was in a, I thought it was in a nightmare. I think it's awesome because I, I was like, I feel like we had a full day, and it's like, what time is it? It's eight fifteen in the morning. Yeah, we you know? we wrapped, and then we were like, oh, let's go to Waffle House, and everyone was like, oh, I don't know if we have time to eat breakfast. So we looked at our watch, and it was like, oh, it's nine fifteen. Um, yeah, sure, there's plenty of time. <laughs> it's like yeah. being in the army. Hey, since we're talking about um, stuff we're working on, I should probably talk about reconstruction or excuse me, re- <laughs> recreation for re- a little bit. Sure. It's funny because it's. I always when I go to say it, I always want to go to say reconstruction, and then when I'm always naming the files and moving files around on the server, I always mess it up and name it relocated because I'm still not in the mood of calling it recreation yet. But um, but there's a lot of questions I ask for questions in my uh, journals, and I'm going to be posting like a separate audio commentary, like Q and A answer session for that. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, we just had the uh, the first actual episode of uh, recreation come out on Monday. Yeah. I, th- I thought it went really well. I was really nervous about the whole uh, timed release thing. You got a stomach ache and had to go home. I was, true. I was sick like f- with nerves from the whole idea of having everyone at the site at the same time. But it went, it went surprisingly well. It went way better than I thought it would. I was nervous about giving ourselves a 9 p.m. deadline and meeting it, and we fucking knocked it out of the park there. Was yeah. No problem. Well, yeah, the problem is also, the problem I was also thinking of is if we don't meet the 9 p.m. deadline, then more and more people just jam up and bottleneck on the website. Sure. <laughs> and just... I don't know what the fuck problem. you guys are worried about. It was a fucking breeze. I, I know what I was worried about. It was 5.45 and you were like, hmm, should we re-record this audio and shoot one more scene for the end of the video? Yeah, well, no, no. Well, that's that's the problem with Red vs. Blue production is we work up until the very last second. And so giving ourselves a hard deadline kind of scares me. Well, the problem is you finish the video early, right? Like, we finished the video. We shot basically everything the previous week. And then it's just what remains is editing and what we call the sweetening process when we go through with sound effects. You can always do more of that. You know, you can yeah. always just keep doing it and keep doing it. And, uh, you know, we came in on Monday morning and it was like, let's do one or two more edits. And then at 545, we're still editing, you know, because we just want to make it better and better and better. And then you look at a joke, it's like, well, you kind of ad lib in post-production, which is a, a really nice thing about Red versus Blue, which we don't have on the live action shoots. Is like when you're editing the live action, you look at it, oh, it would have been funny if this guy said that there. In Red versus Blue, if you think that, you can just jump in the booth and do it, you know, in about 10 minutes. Right. One of the great things about Machinima is that you can set up the exact same shot with the exact same weather and the exact same lighting, and it doesn't look like a reshoot in any way. And yeah. you don't get that on live action. Yeah, like in this uh, recreation episode of one, we, you know, when you were doing the editing, you thought, oh, wouldn't it be, you said, wouldn't it be funny if Simmons had a line here? I went in, recorded it, you dropped it in, and then you're like, no, nah, never mind, not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, can make the joke, look at that. it, and be like, oh, never mind. You, know <laughs> you also get great stuff like in the editing process that... Currently, one of my favorite jokes in Red vs. Blue is the one that uh, we kind of came up with when we were playing around cutting in the video where Simmons is... Uh, what was he asking? Simmons? No, Sarge is talking about the Blutonians. Oh, right. It's not right to talk about a whole per- one person as an entire team. What would be appropriate? Blutonian? Blumen? Right. Blutard? Blutard? And he interrupts him. Yeah. Anyway, that was the joke. Well, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> well, um, I was trying to help you. I didn't mean to steal it from you there. <laughs> no, no, go right ahead. But uh, the way we did that was actually Simmons did not have two lines there. I just I had mean, him start the line, Sarge interrupts him, and then we just had the exact same footage and the exact same audio again to finish it. There was another funny thing from that first episode that we, uh, we haven't put out where you cut together some of Caboose's audio and it sounded like he was singing a song. That was fucked up. The still not telling you. You should give me that audio. I can uh, put it like as a link here for the with the podcast. It's when yeah, Sim or Caboose is walking away, and Sim says, "What are you working on?" He goes, "Still not telling you." And the way Cab- Joel read it as Caboose, he goes, "Still not telling you." 
still not telling you. And it's like this weird loop that when I kept playing it back, it sounded like a a beat from some like Euro trash electronic song. It was stuck in my head all weekend. I was like, I was like walking around my house going, still not telling you, still not telling you. It's the new honk, 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 honk. But you know what's weird about that? It's that Joel couldn't hear it. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it was weird. He didn't, he didn't know what we were talking about because I kept playing it back to back and he, he didn't hear it. Uh, I saw Jeff was playing Ghostbusters earlier. Hell yeah. How was that game? It's fucking awesome so far. And uh, I was, I had uh, read some pre- uh, review stuff. Mm-hmm. Preview stuff. Pre-review. The pre-review preview. <laughs> I'm a I'm a little out of it this week. I got a, I got a bad foot. Oh, uh, are you taking drugs for that? Uh, <clears throat> no comment. Uh, are you taking prescribed drugs for that? You know, people take lots of stuff for lots of things. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into all How'd the medical you fuck your histories. Foot up? I was I had t- taken my daughter to the river to go swimming for the weekend at a park. And I stepped on a big chunk of glass and sliced the entire See, bottom of my foot open. And I, I want to say I warned Jeff not to go. You did. I was like, you don't did. go outside. Nothing good ever happens yeah. outside. Well, I didn't no see point. Any, didn't see any bears, but you, you go outside Nazareth. That's about it. <laughs> That's weird because Matt talked to me about Jeff too, about jinxing and Jeff as well. Because when we uploaded the public version for the 9 p.m. release, sponsor version went out just fine. Uh, but. As soon as the sponsor version started to go, we had to re-edit and re-encode the public version. Jeff goes, well, the episode's done. If it's cool with you guys, I'm just going to take off. So we said, okay. And as soon as Jeff walked out of the door, the upload failed, and then the encode failed. And then we uploaded again. The upload failed, and the encode failed again. Jesus Christ, really? And, and so Matt said, Jeff is not allowed to say the episode's done ever again. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that, but I be sure not to do it again. And so it's karma for your cut foot. You get a free, uh, a free episode fuck-up. Anyway, the previews for Ghostbusters that I read weren't that great. Yeah, Man, it's here. a really fun game so far. Really? And I was wondering how well it would do. I, I picked it up at Best Buy last night, and I got the last copy at Best Buy, and the guy said that people had been like, there was a steady stream of people coming in and buying it all day, and he was amazed they had any left because he felt like every 10 minutes somebody bought Ghostbusters. Wow. Is there multiplayer in that game? Yeah. Four-player co-op, I think. You know, mm. And online co-op. We think of the video game buying season as being in the winter right. for Christmas, but... I mean, it seems like if you came out with a game the day summer started, you just you would dominate. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what you know. That's how Madden does so well, right? Well, in addition a, to being a great game, Madden's at the end of summer. Is it like yeah. July, August, somewhere around there? It also makes me wonder. It's why... It's always summer in Texas, Gus. <laughs> True. No kidding. It it also makes me wonder why they don't have a kids movie out at all times. There should be fifty two kids movies a year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every week you have the option to go see a different kids movie. Exactly. Yep. I've seen Up now three times. Wearing thin. Wearing real thin. Partly cloudy, that's short, still awesome. Up is like, you really start to wonder like if it's a whole, if it's a whole story. I've seen it three <laughs> times, man. Well, I think most people don't go watch it three times. I think most people don't go watch it three times. I bet you're right. Unless you're under the age of seven and you watch it 8,000 times. And let me tell you, all the movie critics who are under the age of seven, terrible. <laughs> they're, they're always way off. <laughs> they, don't, they don't get any kind of nuance at all. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't, don't, don't get it. I like the part with the man in the boat. <laughs> we should, that should be our new project, babyfilmcritic.com. Babyfilmcritic.com. That's a great idea. Hellslayer, go ahead and register that. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll buy it, it from you. We need week. you to give it to us next week. Um, so speaking of, uh, of being pissed off, uh, I'm supposed to get my iPhone 3GS. Yeah, congratulations. I think, it got, I think it got delayed. I was supposed to get it tomorrow. Yeah, the uh, the software updates today, but they delayed it a couple hours, right? I don't think the software yeah. updates today. It is today. You mentioned that to me earlier. Yeah, they. Uh, I read officially it's supposed to come out this afternoon. So what's yeah. going to happen with the software update? I can cut and paste. Yeah. What else? Um, cut and paste. Um, you know what I'd like to be able push, to do on push, my iPhone? Push notifications. 
which seems like what's the push notifications? You can have like aim and stuff like running in the background. No, that's great. You know what I'd like to be able to do on my iPhone? What's that? Uh, speaking of movies, I'd like to be able to silence it for two hours and not hard silence it with a damn switch because I always forget to take it off when I come out of a movie mm, right. every single time. Mm. And then the other thing I'd like to be able to do, which seems like a complete no-brainer, is to be able to play songs in the alarm in the clock. Hmm, that's a good idea. I think both of those features are coming this afternoon. Are they? I have no idea. They probably are. I don't think either of those are. Did you guys hear that feature they have where you find your phone? Where you can, like, if your phone gets stolen, you can locate it? Oh, the GPS? Yeah. Look at yeah. anywhere in the world? Yeah. They should call that feature the, the get beat up by a bum feature. Because you know there's going to be a lot of nerds, a lot of angry nerds getting their ass kicked in the back alley. <laughs> Give me back my phone. Yeah. Look, you buddy, you took my phone. I know you have it. The coordinates are right here. <laughs> it's ringing in your pocket. Empty your pocket. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Oh, that's another thing you can do. Uh, also, as a side effect of that, find my phone. If you, Even if your phone's silenced or set to vibrate, you can force it to play like a special tone. Really? Through the website, yeah. So what that is that it, tone? If, I don't know. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. So that way, if it's like lost in your house, you can uh, force your phone to play that noise and you can find it. Yeah, as long as it's charged. Well, yeah, you can't remotely charge it from the website. I'm sorry. You Maybe they'll come in OS 4.0. You say it doesn't defy the laws of physics? Fuck you, Apple. <laughs> Fucking what? lazy pricks. Did you guys read about the bully who got, uh, or the kid who confronted the bully? Yo, yeah, I yeah. read that. <laughs> Did no. you read the story? Yeah, it's terrible. He confronted the bully. I didn't read the story. I kind of just read the headline of the summary, but you can correct me here if I'm wrong, Gus. It was a guy who was being bullied, so he confronted the bully and stood up to him, and the bully stabbed him. What? Well, well no, what happened was he uh, confronted the bully... Uh, <laughs> then the bully got mad and told him he was going to stab him tomorrow. Then the next day, the bully brought a knife to school and was like, I brought a knife, I'm going to stab you. And then on, as they were walking home, he took out the knife and stabbed him in what? the chest. Did he kill him? No, he uh, stabbed him in the chest. It punctured his lung. The kid then ran away for like three quarters of a mile to a friend's house. And, uh, and the friend's parents took him to the hospital. Did the bully get suspended? Uh, I think they can't say what's going to happen to him because of um, He's like, underage. Privacy. Screw yeah. that. Screw that. Uh, if you can stab somebody, I mean, that's an adult thing to do. You yeah, know, once you, you're charged as an adult, you should... I think they were, they were both 12 years old. Wow! 12 years old. Yeah. Is that's it right to call stupid. a person? I mean, at that point, he's murderer, right? Like, or, well, you know... Attempted murderer, right? I don't think bully applies yeah. anymore I once think, you're at that level. I think the reason the kid stood up to him was the bully was, like, picking on some other girl. It wasn't... He, like, the kid wasn't even being picked on. Oh, man. And so, like, the, the kid tried to step in and, like... Tell the bully to stop picking on the girl. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and he got stabbed. Oh, so he was standing up for a girl and he got dude, stabbed. I, I hope that he fucking I, that I, kid better get a blowjob and a yeah. half from that girl. <laughs> I don't know, dude. dude. He, he sounds kind of dumb. He better get laid. <laughs> sounds like somebody brought a John Hughes script to a knife fight. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Podcast joke of the year right there. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely in contention. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, well, we feel sorry for him and his family. Not so sorry for the bully who stabs people at 12 years of age. Yeah, terrible. You hear about the dude who killed 19 cats? Oh, well, another they, kid, they, yeah. They think, he, they think he actually killed 34, but they can only prove that he was uh, he only did 19. Uh, what? That, that's like, that alone is a serial killer conversation right there, you know? Yeah, that's fucked up. We can only prove the 19 that he killed. That's a fucked up kid, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know him. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know me. I don't know him. It's all good. But that's kind of that's kind of off the charts. Man, and then his mug shot was like even worse. Like he's like has that smug smirk on his face. Dude, he looked like a totally normal kid to me. Yeah, he looked like any kid that you'd see in high school. Didn't have any kind of like 
weirdness about him at all, aside from the headline, <laughs> killed 19 <laughs> cats. At least. At least 19 cats. Not a kid. 18 years old. Wow. Wow. Why would you... You just he, messed up, man. Just messed up. Cats in particular. I think cats killed his dad. Oh, okay. The well, cats see, were bullying a girl <laughs> <laughs> in the neighborhood, and he was going to stand up for. Her. These are like house cats, right? They're not mountain lions or. No, no, they were they were they were house cats. He was like skinning them alive. And, what? Like, throwing them on the okay, on the okay. Lawns. What? In this conversation, yeah. I got spaces on my iPhone. Oh, yeah, you were telling me that it was fucking awesome. Well, it's awesome from a nostalgia point of view, because I played Space Ace in the arcade as a kid. Hell, yeah. Those Don Bluth, those Laserdisc games, like Dragon Slayer and Space Ace, they were actually kind of rare. Like, they were in ex- very specific locations, and you had to go play them. Mm-hmm. You know, I just made the connection. You said, I, I knew those were Don Bluth games. Don Bluth also, uh, he directed, like, All Dogs Go to Heaven and a bunch of animated cartoons, right? We talked about yeah. Don Bluth before, because people were saying that, you, someone here said that you couldn't tell the difference or that the average person couldn't tell the difference between a Pixar movie and a DreamWorks movie. And I said they probably would be able to, because people knew the difference between Disney animation and Don Bluth animation. They knew they weren't the same. Yeah, but Don Bluth, I think he even worked at Disney for a long time, and then sp- yeah, I think so. spun off his own company. American Tale, right? He did that too? Yeah, he did American Tale. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I, when, uh, when I wanted to play Dragon's Lair growing up, I had to go to the Pizza Hut. Yeah. You, you, was like, that, was like, that was the place that had Dragon's Lair. That's why I played Joust. I'm sure you can pretty much name games to people who grew up during the arcade years, and they can tell you where they went to play every one of those games. Hell yeah. Like, mm-hmm. as a kid, you, like, had, like, a map in your head. Like, your mom's like, hey, I'm gonna go get my nails done here. It's like, that's in the strip mall that's got yeah. the arcade that's got, you know, Space Zap and Crazy yeah. Climber. Yeah. yeah, I loved going to that Pizza Hut because it was Dragon's Quest, then right behind it was 1942. I, I could fucking entertain myself all day with, between those two. What do you consider to be the rare game that you played that nobody else ever talks about? I played... Um, I mean, it's not really a rare game. I just don't really ever hear anyone talking about it. I played a Tecmo Bowl arcade version. Yeah, it was a big, wide one. It was really wide, four players. Yeah, you could like wiggle. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun. John Elway's quarterback was like a really rare game that I played, where they had like a spring-loaded pass mechanism. There was an arcade version of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. There was a there was a, a console version. Wow. Yep. I think the rarest game that I played, though, besides stuff like Satan's Hollow, which is weird to see in like a pizza place, uh, was Cloak and Dagger. I remember anyone ever playing that Cloak was a fucking Dagger. video game too. Oh. Yep, it was based that on the movie. Bell. Yeah, you'd like play the level and then get to the end. What was oh. your rarest one? I don't know that I played any rare games, but the two games that I played constantly that nobody else I know played were Your Kung Fu and uh, I used to play Rostan all the time. There was a Rostan yeah. at the gas station out for, by my grandparents' house. I played Rostan. Yeah, but like, I, if I ever bring it up, people are like, "I remember that from the Sega," but I, nobody remembers playing it in the arcade. Did you ever play uh, Moonwalker in the arcade? Yeah, Moonwalker. absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that was an arcade game. I thought it was a Sega Genesis game. Yeah, I played that quite a bit in the arcade. Also, it's fun. It's so funny too because when you name the game, I can think of where I played that game and then all the other games that were at that place. Yeah, I mean, this is decades later, and I can remember that stuff. You know, you know what's fucked up? I can still remember the very first time I ever saw Street Fighter Two cabinet. Really? Yeah, it was at the it was at the it was at my sixth grade graduation at the Goldmine Arcade. Now, was that the Street Fighter that had the pr- pressure sensitive buttons, or was that just straight up Street no, Fighter? No, straight up normal first Street Fighter two. Did you ever see the original Street Fighter where it had the huge buttons and how hard you hit them was the fierce versus whatever versus whatever jab and? Yeah, they had that. They had that uh, at the Walmart by my house, yeah. and I felt so ripped off that everybody else at school was playing Street Fighter two, and I had Street Fighter. Yeah. I I had to go. The only place I ever saw Street Fighter was at the Shakey's in San Angelo, Texas. <laughs> Man, San- weird. What the hell are you doing in San Angelo, Texas? <laughs> I had some family out there. Wow. You know, I kind of miss that. I, I really do. I miss going into uh, either a pizza place or a convenience store because that's where video games were. Where they were always in convenience stores, 
and they always had one or two, and you get all excited. I'll tell you, actually, since we're on the topic of Laserdisc games, probably the rarest game that I played that almost nobody played was a Laserdisc game called Cliffhanger, and it was based on Lupin, the castle of Cagliostro. Right. What? And, uh, yeah, it's really weird. And I never knew what Lupin was. I didn't know what anime was, but they had a Laserdisc game based on it. In fact, when I see him, I think he's called Cliffhanger. Man, that's fucking weird. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I'm sure you can look it up online and you could play. Like, you'd fight ninjas, and then you'd fight the dude at the end who looked like M. Bison and all this stuff. And it was one of the games that I could, I Laser's game, I could play all the way through. It's the only one I ever spent the time and money to play the entire way through. That's crazy. Speaking of old arcade games, did either of you guys pick up any of the Sega arcade classics that they uh, released on Xbox Live last week? They put out, like, six games, like Shinobi and Altered Beast. And Oh, I would have picked up Shinobi. Altered Beast always seemed dumb to me. No, yeah. I, I love Altered Beast. I, I love Altered Beast, too. Shinobi was one of my favorite games as a kid. I had it for the Master System. They put out, like, Rolling Thunder. Was that a Sega game? That's kind of like Shinobi. Yeah. Yeah, the shooting one. Did they put that out? For... I, don't, I don't think they did. I think Rolling Thunder has already... No, no, it hasn't. Never mind. You want a cool retro title? On Xbox Live or Xbox Originals, you can download a game called Intellivision Lives, which is almost every single Intellivision game ever made, which is kind of cool, but even cooler is that they have, like, documents there, and they have, like, a story on each one, and they talk about how much it costs to make it. They tell you how many units it sold, so you can get a feeling for, like, how successful games were back then, and what was a good amount of units to sell, and then crazy stuff like, okay. because b- back in the day, you know, when they were making games back then, they made them on cartridges. To manufacture a cartridge is a lot different than burning discs, right? So they would finish the games before they finished the manuals and all that other stuff, and they had to finish it, like, I think, like, 10 weeks before they actually had the release date. And they talked about the guy who made, like, B-17 Bomber. He was literally coding it right before they took it out the door, like, adding stuff in, and back then, they couldn't really test it. There was no testing involved. And so then they test it after it went off to manufacture, and they would write bugs into the manual as being good things that happened. Like, oh, if you get far enough, the screen will turn entirely purple and you win the game. Congratulations. <laughs> it was just awesome. It was awesome to read about that stuff. It was like 10 people in that division in Mattel. Mattel went and said, hey, you guys should make a video game system. So they gathered up everybody in the company who had any kind of computer experience and just made in television. That's fucking awesome. It was awesome. It was pretty cool. And it's, it's a lot of fun just to read that stuff. You know, I thought you were going to bring up, when you said that when you, we were talking about arcade, I thought you were going to bring up that Wolfenstein 3D just came out, because I know you've been playing a lot of that. Castle Wolfenstein. And I watched, I just got my first, like, Community Hunter video in from, uh, fucking Brown Man, I think. And it, that, it looks like so much fun. That, that was a good it video. Blast. It was a good video. Yeah, yeah he's I, a funny I, kid. I was, I was pretty entertained by his, uh, by his commentary. Man, I wanted, I wanted nothing more than to play that game after watching you know, that video. That's the first game ever that I played that I couldn't play for very long. So when I played it on my old, you know, 486, like, I would get incredible headaches from, from staring at it. Yeah. Yeah, they should be, they should be a big problem with those games before they added in the Bob and stuff like that, where it's just yeah. streaming at you. Yeah. It was terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't look at it for more than 15 minutes. Arguably, probably the game that shaped the most other games. Like, that generation of gaming that came after it, everything was based on Castle Wolfenstein 3D. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Did you ever play the original Castle Wolfensteins? The 2D, like, overhead things? No, no I, never I never did. did. Pass. That's how I learned my German. It was from uh, Beyond Castle Wolfenstein, it was called. Really? You could disguise yourself as a guard and like stab people. If you stabbed them, you got you wouldn't alert the other guards, but if you shot them, you'd alert the other guards. The, the only German I think I learned from Return of Castle Wolfenstein was Mein Lieben. 
<laughs> dude, that's kind of creepy, dude. Yeah, my life. <laughs> yeah, my life. It's like you have a video game character, the Gestapo guys with the machine guns, and you shoot them in the screen. My Laban! They're screaming my life as they die. Like, like <laughs> what have I done? My life! You've killed me! It's like, why don't they hand you a note to give to their daughter? You know, or something like that. It's, it's kind of creepy, right? Yeah, totally. Man, and then there's the... Uh, um, there's the guys who... You ever play Rise of the Triad? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that game? Shit. It was like a Doom knockoff, like, mid-90s. And they did do a thing where you'd shoot guys. They would literally fall to their knees and hold their hands up and beg for their life. And then you could choose to shoot them or not shoot them or just walk on past them. And, of course, everybody shot them. Yeah, you gotta shoot them. <laughs> it was horrible. And we, and we wonder was... why kids kill cats. No, that, <laughs> that, that was before that kid was alive. I think Rise yeah. of the Triad came out in 92. Yeah, that Maybe was just the thing that shaped his parents before they made him. Oh, well, did you right, ever see The Godfather 2, man? Uh, no, I've still never seen it. Godfather 2 is what it's all about, man. Vendetta. They, they kill uh, Vito Corleone's family. Thanks. Just so that, That's in the first two minutes of the movie. Dude, I can give a spoiler to a movie that came out in 1975. If you haven't seen it. That's the number one movie on IMDb. You should see it. Too so. You guys ever play Swimmer? Ever play that game? Swimmer. How about Tubin? Which is Tubin. Like, I, I love Tubin. Tubin yeah. Yeah. Which is like the cooler cousin of Swimmer. Yeah, I don't think I remember Swimmer. You ever play Crazy Climber? Yeah. Yeah. They just came out with Crazy Climber for the Wii. I want to get that. But it's got to import it from Japan. Can you do that? You just buy the game and it works? I don't know if the Wii is region locked or not. Possibly. So I'd have to buy a region encoded Japanese Wii? Yep. Go for it. You think they're going to come out with a new Xbox? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of speculation over the weekend that they were going to, next year, when Natal launches, launch an Xbox that has Natal inside of it. Uh, but see, I don't know what that means because if you can use Natal on old Xboxes, it seems like it's just a peripheral you plug into it. Yeah, maybe they'll have a bundle where you can buy an Xbox with Natal in the box, also. But or they'll just have a Xbox that has Natal in it, you know, so, mm-hmm. so you don't have to have the peripheral. Well, I don't like the idea. I like the idea of Natal being separate because I want to keep my console in an entertainment console and have the the camera outside of it. I don't want to have to have my camera or my Xbox visible all the time. I, I got I got mad because I tra- I gave somebody a Griffball. I um, had to remain anonymous <laughs> here. I gave someone a Griffball figure when I was up in Seattle, and uh, he mentioned that somebody wanted to trade him the Griffball figure that he had now for a black chat pad. And I said, "What do you mean a black chat pad? Where would you get a black chat pad?" Because they were made as tests, but they never sold them. I was like, "God damn it! You got to be kidding me!" If anybody at Mybach is listening... <laughs> there was also a black memory card as we well, wasn't there? No, no, there was no black memory card. Black oh. chat pad would be amazing. For, for Mybach? Why would they come I out with that? I'm just joking. Because we always <laughs> talk about Mybach. You know, you know I, I'd love to have a black Mybach. I, How I'll do we upgrade from Maserati to Mybach? I'm, I'm still keeping it real with Maserati here. I'm shooting for the moon. We're gonna get sponsored by like... Speaking of shooting the moon... Go Metro. <laughs> Isn't NASA going to blow the moon up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck the moon. They're gonna trigger. An ex- uh, they're gonna trigger a six-mile high explosion on the surface of the moon to six look for ice. Miles to look high for, to look for moon ice. Right? Yeah, they're essentially gonna fire a booster rocket at the moon, then turn it on when it gets to the moon. Six miles high. What? I mean, I guess it's less gravity. Right. So. Right. Dude, there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole site dedicated to bad physics on the internet. Not bad physics on the internet, but on the internet there is a website dedicated to bad physics, and it's called Heavy Boots, which is. He based it on when you ask oh, people about the, when you ask people about the about the moon and the people on the moon. It's like how come the astronauts can bounce around up there? It's like because there's no gravity. Well, then why didn't they fly off the moon? 
they had heavy boots. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just it's his thing. It must be a physics student or something. Yeah, he was he heard that discussion in a physics class in a physics college course he was at once, if I remember the story properly. And so his his site is heavy. He's dedicated to heavy boots in physics. That's pretty funny. And uh, you know what? If I was in NASA and I was going to set off a six mile high explosion on the moon, I wouldn't come up with a reason why I'm doing it. I'd be like North Korea. I'd be like, fuck it. We hate the moon. We're going to blow it up. <laughs> and if you don't want us to blow up the moon, then you better start paying us money or something. I don't like the way it looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> it follows me at night. And I hate it. It's, it's picking on a girl in my neighborhood. So I'm going to put up a six-mile-high explosion. Oh, man. It's like, it's like the start of a bad science fiction movie. I can't imagine what's going to happen. Or a great I, science I, fiction movie. Let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. They're going to knock it out of orbit. That's what's going to happen. Six <laughs> miles for in in. I mean, I know the gra- gravitational pull of the Earth is enough. You can't really mess with it. They're going to fuck up, and they're going to knock it a little bit out of orbit, and that thing's going to hit the Earth. That's how Thunder the Barbarian started. I don't know if you guys remember that cartoon. The moon hitting the Earth is a big deal. The moon went out of orbit, and the tides rose, and then it was uh, post-apocalyptic, and they had giant horses, and you rode around like He-Man and fought stuff. That's right. I forgot. I I think I did not remember that at all until you just said that. It was a great cartoon. Yeah. Did the moon hit the Earth? No, it didn't actually hit it. It just like went out of orbit, and it caused like it just caused. Didn't they also have like acid rain that would like melt yeah. stuff, and yeah. they had to like hide in caves from it? Yeah, I think so. That sounds awesome. Yeah, like you would see like cars like getting hit with acid rain, and they would like melt down into so sludge. The, the tides changing caused an apocalypse. Pretty much, it was like all kinds of nonsense. I think I think volcanoes erupted because of the whole thing. Right. And, uh, I mean, this is cartoon science, so I don't know how accurate it is. Yeah, they but... probably didn't actually have a geologist on staff. Yeah, they, they might not have. <laughs> <laughs> he was at NASA trying to figure out how to blow up the moon. Oh, um, I just got an aim from Flash 2000 saying I should let everyone in the office know that the iPhone 3.0 OS just went online. Sweet. So you can all brick your phones now. That sounds awesome. Flash is better than he's like knowing an RSS reader. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I, I don't I didn't subscribe to his aim updates, but I get them. Did you see the latest online uh, petition that's taking the Internet by storm? I don't it's the so. petition to have David oh. Letterman removed from television. It's got 30,000 signatures. What, what are they trying to remove from television? Well, he made that joke about Sarah Palin's one of Sarah Palin's daughters. He didn't specify. And then she got upset because she has a 14 year old daughter. And he says he was making the joke about the 18 year old daughter. Regardless, a very funny joke. And uh, he, so he apologized, and then people, that wasn't enough. So he came on and apologized a second time. Palin accepted his apology, but that's not enough for some senator and a bunch of wacky people on the internet. So now they're petitioning to have CBS uh, have him taken off the air permanently, and they are boycotting all of CBS's advertisers. Wow, 30%. That's almost one-third. <laughs> yeah. One-third of 0.1% of a point. Finch Lynch just aimed me also to tell me that iPhone OS 3.0 is out. Apparently, Look I, at I, you. apparently everyone needs to let me know as soon as it comes out. So I can't. How do I? I, I, don't, is, I don't even have an iPhone, and people are telling me that Finch it's feed out. is slightly slower than the Flash feed. We'll just take their word for it. Take about two years to download. We'll see. We'll, like have them keep aiming you from their phone until they stop when the phone gets bricked. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask them to do that. So only thirty thousand people on that petition so far. Hmm. How, yeah. how long has the petition been around? I don't know. Like was, I saw. There, speaking of petitions and the iPhone, no. Um, I saw. <laughs> there was a great one. There was another petition I saw that someone right after Apple announced the 3GS. You know, people who had the current iPhone 3G and still had more than a year on their contract couldn't upgrade, or they'd have to pay the full iPhone 3GS price. Welcome to cell phones. Exactly. So someone started a petition on Twitter. I think he called it a twitition, uh, trying to get people to sign it to get AT and T to sell people under contract a cheaper iPhone 3GS. 
what the idiot didn't realize was that every time someone signed the petition, it sent a reply to him. Uh, yeah. So on, on his Twitter page. So he, every so he got like in the span of two days, he got eighteen thousand reply twitters on his page, and his Twitter account became useless. And he started asking people to stop signing the petition. He said, "I regret ever making this. I'm not even mad about this issue anymore. I just want to be able to use my Twitter account again." <laughs> I, I I like that his Twitter account became useless. My I was useless <laughs> out of the box. Twitter is. I I spend more time on tweeting too hard now than I do on Twitter. That's a funny site. It is very, very funny. Very funny. And I find myself following the people who end up on there because they're, that's more interesting to me than making these ridiculous posts. They're great. And it's really, you know, you know all the controversies over the Iranian election, right? Yes. Right, yeah. Well, it's very big on Twitter. Um, like, there are people, people are kind of talking about it. I mean, it's one of the trending topics. But I've started following people who are in Iran on the ground and are tweeting about the election and the protests. And it is such a disturbing disparity between all the people I normally follow and the Iranian people who are going through this basically revolution, where it's like uh, gunfire, someone next door was shot. They think uh, here's videos guys in uh, police uniforms beating up a protester. We don't know if they're real or not. We're not really sure who the police are. You know things like this. And then like here comes, hey, I just got new pics from Iron Man set. You know and stuff yeah, like that. Definitely. And like. Eating pizza. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just... How long do I have to stand in line for this caramel macchiato? It's yeah. ridiculous. It's a little, yeah, it's a little disturbing. It's like, it's like literally like you can see the blind eyes mixed in with all this other stuff. And it's just like, what do you do? You know, what do you do? All right. Well, uh, we're getting kind of long here. So is there anything anybody wants to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, no. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. 